Hey everyone and welcome to 20 Minute Marketing. Thanks for listening to the show and I hope you're having a great day. So my name is Liam from Reach Interactive and during the show I chat with in-house and agency marketers from across the world and we cover a wide range of topics from top level success stories right down to SEO tactics and content strategy. And our guest today is Kyla Miles from Simply PHP and I'm super excited for this episode because it's been planned for around six weeks or so now, maybe even longer. And we've finally gotten a chance to link up our schedules and create an episode for you that we're really excited to share. So let's get started. Hi, Kyla. How's it going? Good, man. And happy to be here. It's It's been a while. Yeah, good to hear. It definitely has, but I'm glad we're here now and I'm looking forward to it. So could you start by introducing yourself to our listeners, please? Yeah, sure. So uh, like you said, my name is Kyler Miles. I like to call myself as a creative entrepreneur, but in a nutshell, I am a content creator, a video marketer, a digital kind of enthusiast. I'm all about social media. I'm all about putting brands, have ideas and communicate them to your audience on social. Um, and I do that full time at a company called Simply PHP, which is located in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. So uh, you might be hearing me say a lot of A's and how are you guys? But uh, <laughs> that's kind of me in a quick uh, one minute nutshell. And you also host a cool podcast too named The Making It Podcast. What's that about? Yeah, the making a podcast. I started this in December of last year, and it was really just a way to communicate and let people know of my journey of becoming a creative. I believe I wasn't just like born with a you know having a camera in my hand. Uh, it took a lot of trial and error and challenges, and it was a real journey and, and and a lot of late nights. So I was documenting kind of my process and how I made my dream life happen, and then it turned into this amazing kind of. Experience experience where I started interviewing guests about their journey of how they became doctors and authors and successful entrepreneurs. So now the podcast has formed into sharing how to make shit happen. And sorry for the swearing, but that's what we're all trying to do. We're trying to make the dream life um, happen in our own reality. And, and I talked to different guests from around the world and how they made it happen and sharing their tips and strategies and, and sharing it with the audience. Yeah, super cool idea. And I love that you have people from lots of different industries and backgrounds. We're going to get started now with the episode and chat about how you can produce great content for your customers. So let's talk about content creation and brand strategy then, Kyla, first. I think this episode comes at a perfect time because social media usage is through the roof right now, especially on LinkedIn. And while that's great news in one sense, it makes it harder for brands to stand out in a crowded space. So obviously one way to address that is to use really strong creatives when you post, which is of course your speciality. So the first question really is, on a top level, what are your tips for brand strategy in terms of creating content that will get noticed? Yeah, this is a great question. This is something I get a lot on and I could talk for hours and hours, but for a more general concept around content creation first, and then I can talk about branding is... A lot of times people think that, okay, I need to make a video or a piece of content and it's going to be very kind of commercialized and advertised. And what I like to explain is like, if you're at a networking event and you're talking to someone, you're not going to be talking to them like, hi, my name is Joe and I'm here to sell you a car. Like 
you know, so many people take that route into content creation. They treat it like a commercial when they have to treat it as if they're communicating. And again, go back to the networking event. If you are talking to someone about your business, you're not generalizing it. You're talking to that specific person with their specific questions and you're having a one-to-one -one conversation. And that's the best probably and first tip I have with content creation. Find out who your customer really is and have that one-to-one -one conversation with them online. Whether you're speaking to a group of people who are all interested in the same topic or one person, it's the communication and that uniqueness you have in your type of communication, which helps you stand out, which helps you make you different because you can't talk to everybody. You can't reach everybody because the chances are, you know, five or pardon me, four out of that five people won't be interested in your product because it's not the right fit or they're not interested. But that one person is interested and is willing to buy your product. So have that one-to-one -one conversation and make content around that. Don't focus on the advertising, on the commercialized style. You know, I'm going to, you know, talk to every single person from ages five to 99. You want to find that person. Okay. I'm talking to ages 30 to 34 in this demographic with this type of personality who's interested in this, because those are your customers. So have that one-to-one, -one, you know, communication with them is probably my first overall tip around content creation. Yeah, I really like the networking example there. What happens next when you found your customer then? You know, so when you're making content, there's, I'd say there's three types of kind of content that you can produce. You can create it. So creation, creating original piece of content, whether that's a podcast a YouTube style show or just pictures and graphics that you take of your office and what's going on within your life. Um, there's also collaboration. That's number two. So working with other people either in the same industry or um, other industry leading executives or entrepreneurs or influencers to share with one idea and collaborate with them, collaborate with your audience. And the third and last one of the different types of content is curation where you're taking other people's ideas and sharing that with the world. So there's many different ways you can kind of start communicating to your, your target audience, right? Creating your own piece of content, collaborating, curation. And part of the strategies that I do as Simply PHP is a blend of all three. Probably about 90 to 95% is original creation. But there are industry leaders out there who have amazing ideas and are setting the standards for our industry. And it's important to curate that content, but add a little two cents. You know, it's not copy and pasting. It's sharing, you know, this trend or insight and putting your two cents around it and starting a collaboration with the audience around that topic. And that really starts to create engagement and creates that one-to-one -one connection with your customer because we are all trying to brand ourselves. And the fact is, is that when you're a brand, it's very unlikely people are going to resonate with you. You know, I don't resonate with Apple or Nike or, you know, but I do resonate with maybe someone like The Rock or Gary Vaynerchuk or Jay Shetty or Chase Jarvis. Those individuals behind the organization, I can really relate to. So that kind of forms into my next kind of tip is that when you're creating content, you want to create content that resonates and also with your audience. You know, I made the analogy that don't use a commercial, don't commercialize your content, really create that one-to-one -one connection, that one-to-one -one communication. 
that's what you're doing. You're talking to that one person and you're trying to resonate with them, build that bond. So a lot of times what I do is simply PHP, the, the content that we're producing is our two co-founders. It's not, not simply PHP talking. It's the two people running the brand that are talking. And people can resonate with them and resonate with, you know, their personality and, and they stick out. And so people are talking to them. People want to be, uh, you know, work with other people that are like them, right? We all know this and that's a sales reference, but the same goes with content. So those are my kind of, I guess, three or four general types of content creation uh, tips. So hopefully I <laughs> answer your question without ranting too much. No, I don't think you ranted there at all. You gave lots of great points and you had me thinking about the companies that stand out to me the most on socials. And they're the ones that ultimately showcase their people and their personalities, which is the point that you were making. And I think social media has become so commercialized now, again, particularly LinkedIn, that we sometimes forget that it does have the word socials involved in it. So you want to see people and what leaders of companies are doing in their roles rather than just be sold to all the time. Yeah, it, it's so true. And uniqueness, people don't understand the value in being unique. Like growing up, we're kind of taught that you have to follow the sheep. But if you look at all the big brands out there, they're always pushing the envelope. They're always innovating. They're always being creative. And they're bringing to the table new innovations that are now the norm. You know, not that long ago, cell phones used to be super tiny. You remember that? Super, super tiny cell phones. That was the trend. I have an iPhone that's bigger than my hand. You know, it's like a tablet. And that's now the new normal because Apple is pushing the envelope with creativity, with innovation. So uniqueness, being unique and having that personality shine through the brand really plays an important part in your content creation. And maybe a quick little tip as well is consistency. I mean, we all hear it, but there's three different types of consistency. There's timing. So posting at the same time every day or every week at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Friday, as an example. Branding consistency, having the same sort of colors, the same type of message that falls under being, you know, kind of niching yourself, but sharing your expertise around a certain area. So branding and again, personality, it all comes back to that individual one-to-one -one connection that's social, like you just said, in social media. I love that. The next thing that I wanted to ask you is that if someone was to look on your YouTube channel or Instagram page, then they'll see that your recent posts are really high quality in terms of visual content, graphics and video content and things like that. And they might think, well, I'm not a graphic design expert, so I'll never get to that standard. So for someone that is just getting started, perhaps they've, they've been using stock images for a while or something like that. What's the first or next move for them to start creating their own content that sticks? Yeah, this is a great question that I get quite a bit. And if you were to scroll <laughs> all the way down through my Instagram feed, you'll see, start to see slowly the difference in quality for sure. So the first few months when I was trying to make content, it was not my best work. And it's never your best work when you're getting started. Think about the first time you rode a bike. You know, you don't start on the top of a mountain. You ride down the mountain learning how to ride a bike. You start on your driveway. You start on your street with your family, your friends, and you gradually improve until you get up to the top of the hill, until you know that, hey, I can go down this hill with confidence, right? So people compare themselves to other content creators, other influencers, other brands too much. 
and, and you, you got to stop comparing yourself because when you're beginning, you are a non-expert. You don't know much about this topic. You are not going to have your best work in your first 50 tries. It's that 51st try, that 60th try, that 100th try when you start actually creating something that brings a lot of value. So my first kind of tip is don't compare yourself with other people. Don't look at the comments because it will prevent you from even starting. And so you can't compare yourself. You are at a beginning stage and you got to look at other creators that are also beginning and learn from these experts out there. You know, take their advice. There are a lot of times they're giving out free advice about how they started. So take their advice and learn from them because they went through a thousand mistakes to get to where they are. So, you know, if you can learn through those mistakes, maybe you only get through a hundred mistakes and then you can be as good as them. Who knows, right? So that's kind of the first tip. The second one I like to say is figure out your voice. And what I say about that is how do you communicate? Are you a writer or are you a speaker? And this is really important because for me, I'm a way better speaker than I'm writer. And it's not that I can't write, is that it takes me probably double the amount of time to write something than it would be for, be for me to just speak it and speak from my heart. So that's how I communicate. That's my style. And that's why video and podcasts really work for me um, because that's how the best way that I can communicate. But if you're a, a really good writer, don't start trying to make content like on video or even podcasts. Start small. Start writing you know, captions on pictures, start writing articles and blogs. Like you got to figure out your voice and where you can communicate best. That's where you will shine the most. And I don't care that video is right now dominant in the social space of like what everyone's trying to do. Your audience, if you are the best writer, I mean, people still buy books. Like it's not like books are outdated. I mean, writing is still a very good skill to have in content creation. I mean, it's crucial for SEO. It's crucial for all sorts of different ways in marketing. So figure out how you communicate. Are you a writer or you a speaker? Once you figure that out, you can then determine how like the medium to which you communicate. Video, audio, or written. That's number two. And number three, you got to start small. I mean, you can't take on a behemoth challenge right away when you're just starting. Like I said, you go back to the bike analogy. If I'm learning how to ride a bike for the first time, I'm not going on top of a mountain and riding down it. That's for sure. You know, I'm starting on my driveway. I'm starting on my street and I'm working up to that big problem. And that falls into probably the last tip on starting is answering people's questions or, or answering people's problems. We all have an expertise. We all have interests. For me, it's video content creation. So when I produce content, it, most of the time, 95% of the time, I'm talking about what I know, which is content creation. Maybe you know a lot about cars and maybe you can start creating content about that. Or maybe you know a lot about web development and you can help people around you know, coding. Figure out the problems going on in the world and it's very easy. Google it. Top questions for web development, top questions for cars, car, whatever your interest might be, the internet was created on, you know, a search engine, right? I'm creating something to answer someone's question. You know, YouTube and Google, they're the top search engines in the entire world. And they're the biggest users of the internet. So if you're answering someone's questions, chances are you're going to connect to somebody. Yeah, I completely agree with starting small and focusing on what you're good at. 
There's no reason to spread thinly across too many content types if you're only a specialist in one or two. And then in time, you can scale out your brand by adding extra content pillars yourself or by looking to outsource. And all of that will obviously contribute to improving your brand, which I believe you have some tips on too. A lot of the things that I do at my job at Simply PHP is not only to create content, but kind of create, you know, the brand itself and really elevate it to the point that they're recognized as a leader in the marketplace, right? And this is not an easy task. This takes a lot of time, a lot of trial and error. And the chances are the first piece of content that you do may work, may not work. And so you go back to the drawing board, you try again, right? So I, I talked about consistency and it's very important, but don't be afraid to change. Like, don't be afraid to change things up. And, and some people are like, oh, we can't do this because it's not the right colors. Or it's not the right this. Like people put, let's say, video production or just production in general on a pedestal when the reality is the message is actually the pedestal. You can look at lots of brands on YouTube, lots of brands, you know, um, all over Instagram and LinkedIn that may not have the visual high quality Hollywood level like style of content, but yet they have millions and millions of influence and followers because of the messaging right? So the message of your brand is far greater than the quality uh, because quality is subjective, right? Like the chances are that I like Star Wars and you like Star Trek are very high, you know, or even better one, the new Star Wars movies versus the old Star Wars movies. We can all agree that the quality of the visuals have definitely improved. I think, you know, I think, you know, 99% of us can agree about that, um, if not 100. But the story of it, that's, you know, subject to people's opinions. So the quality of your brand is not associated to the production value. It's associated to the message and the value you actually bring. So people's opinions of it, it you know, some people will like it, some people won't. So you need to focus more on your message. That is how you grow a brand is focusing on bringing a message that actually derives value to a specific group of people. How LinkedIn IG, YouTube, all measure quality is by people's interactions with it. So if you focus less on the bells and whistles of content creation and focus more on the message, I guarantee you more people will resonate with it. Thus comment, like, and share those pieces of content. And that is how LinkedIn, YouTube, and IG actually promote your content because the algorithm is telling them that, oh, people are engaging with Simply PHP's content. I'm going to push it to other people like X, Y, and Z person. So you can't focus too much on the bells and whistles, especially when you're starting. Only when you get to a certain level and a certain revenue level that you can afford to hire a full-time team to get you to the extra step. That's the only time I would say to look at hiring someone like myself, hiring a team, outsourcing it. You have to do it all yourself because you, you, you are your brand. You have to come up with the message and then you hire and outsource other people to maybe better communicate that message. It, what I've learned in content creation is that I can put all the fancy things on it, but when I actually focus more on the message and don't even worry about all those other things, the better the content does. And I love the Star Wars reference because I think it's so true. And one thing to add to that too is that some of the best content creators in the world right now on YouTube, TikTok and Instagram, they're all using their smartphones to record and they're doing a lot of it at home. And people are following them because of their likability and creativeness rather than the quality of their setup. So I'm going to finish the episode with a couple of questions on Simply PHP now because I'm quite interested in your take on that. 
So the name gives it away, and I'm sure you'll be able to give us more info, but I believe you are a company that assists brands with their web development, app projects, and more. So that's a very technical service. My first question is, how do you plan content that is both engaging and informative for people that have no knowledge of web development whatsoever? And then secondly, you're selling a service that only offers a handful of things, as opposed to, say, an e-commerce store that has hundreds of products. So how do you keep things fresh and engaging for that audience? So uh, this is a great question. So to fall on the first one is how does Simply PHP tackle this problem? Well, we do. We have a very technical uh, team on our hands. And to be honest, I'm not a developer. I can't even tell you what these guys do day in and day out. But how I look at it, and maybe this is just one man's opinion, but what I do with Simply PHP and what we come up with is that we really listen to our audience. The biggest thing that I've learned in this space is that your audience are giving you cues onto what they want from you. How do I do this? Where do I put this? How do I make this? These are all questions that sometimes Google can answer or they answer, but it's not specific enough. So we go on the route of being very, very specific. Our, my two co-founders have been in business doing this for 10 years. So they, they've heard of all the different questions and they've seen new technologies come and go, but the questions relatively remain the same. So that's how we tackle it. You know, I'm not going to go out online trying to explain development to people because that's not what people are. Some people are if they're trying to become developers for sure, but our audience is business people. Our audience are business owners that have a business problem. And so that's what we gear towards. That's our first audience. We gear, we make content to educate people on the value of web development, the value of what we can do and what we can bring to you and how we can help you solve this issue and how we've done it with previous companies. Our second audience is on the technical route, which is developers on how to start coding and how to become a senior um, because we know that developers are going to be working at those organizations. So they're going to see that content. And at some point in time, that content's going to go across their CEO's desk because it's like, Hey, like I learned something from this company. We should talk to them. I mean, we just try to bring value to those. Those are our two audiences. We know that those are the demographics that we are talking to and we don't go in or out. We don't go outside that box. That is our world. That is where we that is where we talk to. So again, going back to my reference earlier, who are you talking to at that networking event? You're talking to a business person? Okay, this is what I know the top 10 questions they're going to have if they want to create an app. I know the top 10 questions they have if they want an e-commerce site. And we tackle those questions in every way, shape, or form. And then on top of it, you know, there's like new technologies and new trends that we'll touch on. And so all those questions get updated constantly. So that is how we tackle marketing and branding and content around such a technical area such as web development. Yeah, that was a great example of how to identify your audience and then really focus on delivering great content to them. We're going to close out the main section right here and move on to some very quick questions on Kyla's career. I know we're probably going to be running over on this episode, so we'll try and keep them short to finish off. So let's get straight into it, Kyla, and start with the big question as usual. So looking back on your career, what is one fun or memorable story that stands out to you the most? I'll give it really, really short. Uh, budgeted eight hours to do a video project and got there and realized I only had three. 
So if you've ever been in any project, you can imagine you budget time and then you find out you only have less than half the time. You really learn what's important in that project. <laughs> that was a very challenging one. I really got to learn a lot that day on how to speed up my process and what's actually important in my process. And finally, do you have any cool resources that might be on content creation or general marketing tips that you'd be able to share with anyone listening? Okay, I have a really awesome website and people can write this down. So get your pens out and your papers. Are you ready? YouTube, that's it. YouTube is the best resource for me. I learned my whole craft online. Everything that you ever want to learn is on there, either Google or YouTube. Those are your only websites you need when you're starting this journey. You can Google how to make an ad on Facebook and LinkedIn. You can YouTube, how do I create my first video on YouTube? I have a video like that. You can find me on YouTube guiding you through that process. So YouTube and Google, go to those two sites. You'll learn everything you need to know. That's a great answer because it's there in plain sight. And I think sometimes we take YouTube for granted. But in actual fact, there's a lot of learning resources on there. So we're going to end the episode right here. Thanks for being an awesome guest, Kyle. Thank you for having me. I know I talked your ear off, but I, I hope people find value in this. And again, thank you for having me on the show. Not a problem. I've had a lot of fun learning from you and listening to your insights. If anyone wants to find out more, then feel free to connect with Kyler on LinkedIn or visit his YouTube channel or Instagram page, which is at Kyler underscore Miles. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next week with more.